Hi, Smarties. Today is a little bit of a different episode. Today, we are digging into my personal family calendar. So as my life is increasingly complex with my schedule, my husband's schedule, managing our kids' calendars, I realized that we need just a better system to manage our calendar. And so a couple of days ago, I shared with Steph that I wanted to make a change, but that I had a lot of questions and concerns and wanted to work through it with her. We decided to record that conversation to share how to sort of work through something, how to think about what the concerns are. Very helpful for me to write things down and sort of dump the concerns as I'm making an executive functioning systems change to our family. So in this episode, we discuss the problem, the concerns that I have, and what my next steps will be. And also, Ultimately, I know it's the right thing for us and our family, and hopefully this episode will inspire you to think differently about how you are organizing your time. If you are not yet on our email list, I will be sure to include an update in today's email that goes out about how things are going for this new system because we are recording this episode about a month in advance. So go ahead and add yourself to our email at www.learnsmarterpodcast.com to find out how it's going. Let's dig in. You want to learn faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer you have to learn smarter the educational therapy podcast hi smarties welcome to episode 298 of learn smarter the educational therapy podcast i'm stephanie pitts and i'm rachel cap and today i have a problem Rachel has a problem. I texted you, I think yesterday, and I started asking you questions and what you thought because I discussed it with Adam. And he's not going to help me think through all these things, nor is he interested in helping me think through all these things. I started like writing you a whole bunch of stuff over text. I'm like, you know what? Let's just discuss it when we record on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So here's my problem. And I need you to help me make a decision and then that just be the rules around it. Okay. Okay. So Elliot is two and a half. Owen is now seven months. And I am realizing like I'm signing them up for stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I am realizing I think I need to have a family email for this type of stuff. So it, everything automatically goes to Adam. Everything automatically goes to me. Mm-hmm. I'm having some mindset and some challenges working through that. Number one, I have a fundamental belief that everything in one place. And I already have two emails. I have the business email and the personal email. So I already have two places that I'm responsible to check every day. Adam's not great about checking email. He told me last night, he's like, you're not great about letting the piles pile up in our house. And I'm not great about answering email. And I'm like, well, I'm not really that bad about the piles, but I do. It doesn't bother me, a pile, until it does, okay? Mm -hmm. Which is why we started late this morning, because I had to just get through a pile. So I'm concerned now about having a third thing. I know that I would set it up to auto-forward, to my personal email, right? Mm-hmm. It's not actually a third thing to monitor because it would just go to my personal, right? Correct. Now, I should say you said you thought it was a good idea. Yeah. Let's just back up for a second. If you're new to the podcast, 
and you just happen to be listening to this episode. <laughs> there is a reason why this conversation is happening over air. I think it's geniusly funny <laughs> because these are the conversations that happen when you guys aren't listening. So right. Rachel is so good at ideas, writing, like she's our ideas person. Yeah. I am the executor. Right, right. So this is why here she is with this idea. And now we're talking about how it can be executed. So when you said to me, yeah, should I do it? And I said, yeah. And then you said, I have concerns, which is what you texted me back. Yeah. I literally remember making a face to myself going, hmm, well, what kind of concerns would you have over that? And so you said, we need to discuss it on the episode. And I said, okay, fine, no problem. (laughs) So... Now, here we are, and I'm just looking. You wrote down your concerns, so we're going to go through them. But I'm sure there's other people that have these same concerns. But I just wanted to put out there why this was happening the way it's happening, in case you're a little confused. (laughs) This is not a typical episode of the podcast, is what she's trying to say. Yes. I think I agree. It displays sort of the style of our friendship and partnership, right? 100%. When we do an episode, it allows me to figure out what I think about something. Yeah. And so it allows me to sort of give something a framework and talk through it because, let's be honest, I have a tendency to just do it and figure it all out later. I can't do that with email, not when it comes to our family, because I don't want to miss out on something important. So I don't want to create a problem. And there's a whole story in my family of my brother applying for a bunch of jobs with an email that he didn't have access to anymore and he didn't know. It was a horrible, horrible thing. So I just want to be really mindful about this. I understand. So again, the problem or the idea is that I want to create a family email for the two of us so that Adam is looped in on these things. Whether or not he reads them is another issue. We do have rules about certain emails that he has to read and respond to, and he's pretty good about it. Yeah, good. But I would probably still be the main one dealing with the emails. It's sort of my role. A hundred percent. But rather than having to add Adam into everything, this would have been something, for example, that would have been helpful when we were getting married because every vendor would only hit reply and not reply all. So Adam wouldn't see it. And then I would have to like loop him in. Absolutely. And I just realized I got an email from my brother and sister-in-law on their shared email, Mm -hmm. which I never emailed, by the way. But I saw that my sister-in-law had signed them up for something. She put it on the shared email so my brother would get it. Mm -hmm. So first of all, you think it's a good idea that we should have this joint email. I think it'll make life easier in the long run. Okay. So I've signed up for the email and I've got it set up. I've already have it forwarded to both of us. So there's that. This is hypothetical or you already did? No, no, no. I did it yesterday after you said, yes, it's a good idea. Okay. So my first concern is that I've waited too long to do this. Okay, freeze. I'm going to therapize you for a hot second. Yeah. It's never too late. Right, right. And really, is it too late? Because one of your children is a little toddler and one's a baby. This is going to get way more complicated as they get older and have multiple things happening simultaneously. And especially when they're at different schools because they're different ages. Yeah. 
So no, as we say, it's never too late, right? Remember when you had your work email going to your personal email? Yes, it was a nightmare. You were like, is this too late? And I was like, no, you've got to start somewhere and we got to separate it. And life is better now that it's separated, right? Yeah, yeah. Although I know your fundamental belief that we believe things should be in one place, yes, but I do think it's the same thing as going back to how we have multiple calendars for multiple situations. They all are different, but they all show up in the same place. Mm -hmm. And that's what you would be doing. I agree with you. And I know intellectually, that's what I think too, that they're young, that there's not that many things. But then I went into my brain and I thought about the things that there were, Mm -hmm. for example... The doctors, school, my gym, which is like a gymnastic place. Yeah, their classes. Yeah. The classes, right? Because I just signed Elliot up for summer and it's another application. I think I just sent it away with what I'd been doing, which is our separate emails. Right. So do I go back and ask people to change things as they sort of come in? I would obviously take it as an opportunity to purge because if I don't want the email to go to the family email, then I don't need the email at all, right? Maybe. Maybe there's some that you only want to go to you. Here's the thing. If you're thinking about like the doctor, Mm -hmm. the doctors are going to be the emails where you get a reminder about an appointment, I would assume, or you're due for an appointment, or you owe money type of scenarios. I I feel like those would be the three things that would come up. Mm -hmm. Who's responsible for those scenarios? It's not always me because I'm not always able to. And he wants to. Taking them and paying the bill are two separate things. If it's something with insurance and medical stuff, it's me. Yeah. And if it's something with scheduling, it is also you. With certain appointments, he goes. Right. I'm not saying he doesn't go. I'm talking about scheduling the appointment. Right. It's me. Okay. So at the end of the day, things like that, it's all going to end up in your same inbox. It doesn't necessarily mean that that has to go to that email. You could also start just going forward. I would do the summer camp one, ask them to change it because that's something that's going to be easy. It hasn't started yet. Yeah. Because it's January. And the thing about the doctor stuff, you can also see as it comes in, or if you even notice which email it's going into, honestly. There is part of me that wants him to see how many emails I am doing for the family, too. Listen, (laughs) I completely and utterly understand that part. However, if he's not the best at checking email and doing all of that, will he look? Eventually, he will. Eventually, he'll see. But in that moment, will it process of like, wow, look how many emails she's doing? I, I mean... Maybe, maybe not. Well, I do think so, knowing Adam, like, because, for example, yesterday I was like, okay, I took care of this whole thing for summer camp. I did it all, right? Because mom labor. And he did say to me, thank you so much. I know that was a lot. Yeah. Thank you for handling it. Yeah. So let's put that aside. Okay. So I don't feel like I have a clear answer. Should I go back to school? Because we're going to be in that school, presumably, for several years. Yeah, I think school makes sense because also the things that are coming out are, oh, there's hand, foot, and mouth in your classroom. Right, right, right. Those kinds of announcements are important. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think you should change school and things going forward. And then you can decide about the doctors or the things that you... So sort of as it comes up, make the changes. 
I mean, listen, unless your brain is sitting there thinking, I need to change all of this right now, and that's going to be the only thing that makes me feel better, okay, sure. I don't think that there's a right or wrong answer in what the process looks like, especially if you're okay with task switching, right? Which I know like, oh, this is bothering me. Now I'm going to handle this. That's sort of how you do things. So yeah, I don't want you to sit there and spend all this mental energy thinking of the what ifs. Do I need to change this? Because you'll realize when it comes up. Okay. And while there are a lot of things, it's not really that many things yet. I know it's going to be more. 100%. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. So I can just change as we go. Yeah. I already know of like three or four things that I could just go ahead and change and say, hey, email is moving forward. Can you please change it to this one? Yeah. Those are probably the most important ones because you've already thought of them. You didn't need to spend any time and energy really thinking about it. Adam and I need rules about the email. We're not extremely gender normative in our house, but that is my role, handling the signups and all that. It's not necessarily that he needs to respond to something unless I say Adam, question mark. Yeah. In which case, I would probably have to tell him also, please respond to this email. So that would kind of be the default is like, I got it, but I want him looped in on stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because I do think it could be a really great tool to facilitate communication. So he would eventually see stuff. He would eventually see stuff, A, and B, then you can create the family calendar off of that email. No. Okay. Because I could just create another calendar in our regular calendar for the family and have him added to it from that. Oh, but like, what if events come in stuff? It should go with the email. Okay. Can you talk to me about what that would be? It's just adding it to your regular email address. It's just adding that calendar. But I also have to add it to the business. It's not that hard. I promise. What would go on the family calendar? Have you started a calendar for Elliot? Mm-mm. Okay. So there's a couple of things. Knowing that this is what I did for a living before, which is also why we're having this conversation. So mm-hmm. you're going to have one calendar per child. Okay. And one family calendar. Well, I already have Elliot and Owen's emails created. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be their calendar. Uh Uh-huh. And that's going to be shared. And then a family calendar is stuff that you're doing all together. What about stuff that just me and Adam are doing? Or that the other one needs to be aware of? Because we already have a shared calendar. If you want, you could still use that if it's just the two of you stuff. But if it's stuff that you're doing as a family... I would just get in the habit of copying it to that family calendar as well. Stuff that you're doing with the kids. So you're going to have multiple entries. I'm getting out a piece of paper because I need action items. Do you see how we're breaking this down, you guys, as you're listening? Okay. Yeah, because I need to know what to do after we stop recording. I already have AutoFord set up. I don't know if Adam has set it up on his end because, again, email. We need to each set up... Reply back from that email. Uh Uh-huh. So that's the process of going into Google and setting it up so that you can reply as. And then what? Okay, so then you need to create the calendar for that email. I mean, you just have to go into the calendar little icon. So I'm going to create the calendar for the family email. Mm Mm-hmm. For Elliot's and Owen. Uh Uh-huh. And then you're going to share each of them with... The email addresses that you normally log into. So you're going to share it to your personal calendar. 
So you can see it if you go into your calendar from there, or you can send it to the business if you're looking at your calendar from there. I personally only go in to look at my calendar under the business. I have everything shared with the business. So I Right. I'm like interchanged through the two of them all the time. Yeah, I don't like doing that. I like having a one spot. So but I need to share each calendar with the personal business and with Adam. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then for example, all Elliot's school stuff, like when he has a day off and all that. Mm-hmm. I have just put it on me and Adam's joint calendar. Mm-hmm. And then if it's something that Adam needs to be aware of and he's expected to attend, Mm -hmm. I put an asterisk on it. Okay. So he knows. Do you have access to his calendar? His work calendar? Not his work calendar, like as a personal calendar. Well, we share a calendar. But he doesn't have his own calendar. I think he kind of defaults to putting everything on our shared calendar. Because that's where you could make the difference if you put it in his name and his color of he has to actually do this thing. No, I'm just going to put the asterisk. Okay. Because we've already established that. Okay, as long as it's working. So then would you go in and all this stuff that I've already input, because like, you know me, I got the school calendar. I put all those dates in the calendar right away. It was funny. I'm on a mom chat from Elliot's class. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what's the last day of school? I'm like, how do you people not have it in your calendar? And I like told them, you know, but I can't EF everybody all the time. No. And you know what I thought about? I thought about like, well, I can just add everybody to my events. I'm like, why would I do that? That's insane. No, absolutely not. So I would go and duplicate that event to that calendar. You know that there's that spot where you can say copy to whatever calendar. Yeah, yeah. And then would you delete it on the other one? I don't know that it really matters. Well, then it's on there twice. What's the point? I have some stuff that's on there twice because it needs to be seen in different scenarios. But you could. Okay. But also, you're only talking the next couple of months, and then it's going to go away anyway. Uh, Right. That's true. And if you're not familiar with Google Calendar and you're still listening, you can go to uh, (laughs) our calendaring episodes. (laughs) Yeah, we'll go ahead and link those in the show notes. We're doing it right now. Okay. So let's go back to the concerns. I think we talked about them. Do they all feel covered? It felt like it had waited too long, even though I knew intellectually it had it. And from a net therapy perspective, it had it. Things have already been created, but we came up with a plan for that. Mm -hmm. Rules about email, who answers what. I will have a conversation with Adam about it. Mm -hmm. And do I need to go back and change the main email on certain things? We've said yes, but we can do that as we go. Mm Mm-hmm. The following setup is required. I need to make sure auto-forwarding is set up. Mm -hmm. I need to make sure reply back is set up appropriately. So you reply back from the email that it was directly sent to. Mm -hmm. I need to share the family calendar email and Elliot's email calendar and Owen's calendar. Mm -hmm. And then share each of those with personal, with the business and with Adam. Mm -hmm. And then I need to copy the events to the new calendars. Mm -hmm. And then this will be easy to maintain. It'll be a hundred percent easy to maintain. So this is one of those moments, right? Where we talk about the front loading of a calendar, right? It takes a minute to set these systems up, but it'll be so easy to maintain. And when, when the boys are seven and nine, this is going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. Essential. It's going to be so easy. 
and you're going to have your system and you're going to start them off early looking at their own calendars, right? Oh, yeah. So this is one of those things where you'll start printing out their calendar to put on the fridge until they have access to a computer and they can look at it. Have you seen those things on Instagram where your calendar syncs up to like that screen? In my old life. We had a screen where it just showed all the calendars. We like used a, I think it was an old TV, but yeah, but it was connected to one of the computers that like it just sat there. What did they do before you had that set up? I set up the Google calendars probably in 2007. So how many days work was it to do it? I can't answer that because it changed and there were several kids that were born later. So right. I don't know the answer, but as things got more complicated and I created a kid's calendar and a family calendar and a staff calendar and a, you know, whatever, all of those things, then it became really easy to maintain and really easy to see who had to do what because you pay attention to the colors. So I don't think that it was honestly one of those things that was so daunting that it couldn't be done. I absolutely think that if you have kids that are in elementary school or middle or high school, you could absolutely still do this if you feel like it will make your life easier in the long run. I don't want people to shy away because they think, ooh, this work right now feels like a lot. But think about all the time and energy it's going to make for things being streamlined in the future. And when they start using their own calendars and be able to see, like, here's a family event. When we need to go to Thanksgiving at grandparents' house or aunt and uncle's house, then we can see where we need to go and when. And as they get older, they need to be able to see that if we're going to teach them executive functioning, right? Yeah. I think that's fair. They have this new thing that I've been getting ads for on Instagram. I think it's like a touch screen. Oh, that's fancy. It's all for calendar. I can't remember what it's called, but I'm sure now that we've discussed it, you'll get the ad and I'll send it to you and then you'll see it three weeks from now because you don't check your Instagram enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So thank you. Thank you, Smarties, for taking the time to work through this with me. Do you feel at peace with it? I feel at peace with it. I know my action steps with it. This is 100% typical of a conversation that Steph and I would have off air. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) But I think this is what the system has to be sort of moving forward. I know it's the right move, but it's particularly of me being like, okay, what are the action steps? That's very normal for us. Yeah. Or vice versa. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes you just need someone to sort of work through this stuff with. Yeah. So thanks for hanging with us. And if you are signed up on our email list, I will make sure in the email going out because this episode will air in about three or four weeks to give a little update on how it's going. I like it. Okay. So if you're not on our email list, go ahead and sign up at www.learnsmarterpodcast.com or email us at Rachel and Steph at learnsmarterpodcast.com to ask how it's going. Yeah. Thank you for your support. Have a great week, Smarties. Have a great week.